with one of the most exciting sports in the world, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. It's really exciting. So Paulo Palomeno, excuse me on how I said that. I hope I got that right. Oh, you're perfect. <laughs> From Flow Martial Arts to come in and talk about the sport and the life of a BJJ athlete. Welcome to the Body Science Podcast, bringing you everything you need, want, and should know about health, fitness, nutrition, and training. As always, the information contained in this podcast is for the information purposes only and is not designed to diagnose or be prescriptive to treat, prevent, or manage any injury, disease, or other health-related condition. Today's podcast is brought to you by Hydroxyburn Shred Ultra, nootropic thermogenic. Shred Ultra is scientifically engineered to shred body fat, ignite metabolism, and boost all-day energy while enhancing cognitive performance, focus, clarity, and mood. It combines powerful fat-burning thermogenics, garcinia, green coffee bean, guarana, caffeine, and an industry-leading four grams of acetyl L-carnitine with potent nootropic ingredients at effective therapeutic doses to give you maximum results. Welcome to Body Science HQ, the world of fit, happy, and healthy. And today I'm going to add to the end of that a little BJJ. And with my mate Shmoo passing a few weeks ago, it's really nice to, and he just loved his his Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu as much as he loved his surfing. And there's a connection there with these two sports, isn't there? Yeah, that is. That's how I believe. That's how we create flow pretty much. We yep. like fully believe in that connection between surf and jiu-jitsu and is that why you've called it flow yes exactly uh, that- we we didn't want to have like a heavy name or like those really like fighting sort of uh, gym i think it was perfect to combine both both spots nice so let's let's talk about you so for those people that don't know you're classified as a professor yep some yeah. people call me professor right now yeah, yeah. Is, that, is that a nickname or is that something that's earned through oh uh, that, that's something that them uh through my grading now through so your grading like, uh, i'm a three-stripe black belt yes so classified a professor now i can uh start grading people as a black belt as well so that's how the professor came for nice and you've been a black belt since 2008. Yes, exactly. Time flies. That's a dedication <laughs> to sport. 20 years with Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Which part do you love most, the competing or the teaching? Oh, now that I have my gym, I really enjoy the joy of teaching. Mm-hmm. But to be honest, I think the first time I step in a Jiu-Jitsu academy, everything I want to zone out and fight and like be on my quiet place, let's say. Yeah. So I couldn't think about my life or problems or anything. I was just like jumping those mats and having a good time now after like open the gym i need to start to see as a business not as with the competitor eyes mm-hmm. and then it's been a funny journey like i've been learning a lot yeah and then yeah i think i enjoy most now yeah like, and did you did you start jiu-jitsu in australia or no i started jiu-jitsu in 96 mm-hmm. in brazil mm-hmm. so and yeah it's been nice stop uh Yes, since 96, that's it. And what do you think the, I mean, the sport's growing beyond any expectation. What do you think it is about BJJ that makes it that sport that people all want to be part of? I think uh, there's not many sports out there Then you connect the physicality of uh, being a, being an athlete with the like the thinking, the, the intellectual side of the sport. So jiu-jitsu is like very integrated, like it's hard to learn. It's hard on the body, but it's also hard on the head, like... Mm-hmm full of strategies and uh, like like a play chess. Yes. You probably heard that before. M- many people comparing jiu-jitsu as a play chess. Uh, and that's that's what I do. We combine like physicality with intellectual. So it's, uh, it's addictive, to be honest. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um, it really relates to life, I would say, because it's a constantly battle to solve problems. Mm-hmm. So every time you're out of a funny situation or uncomfortable situation, uh, your opponent coming through another one. So I think that toughs you up for life too to like 
be calm and you start respond better for situations that you might gonna come across in your own life. So I think that's what's fascinating people and it's growing so fast. So you started your Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu journey in Brazil. When you first joined your first, is it called a gym? A gym, yeah. When you first joined your first gym, did you ever think that you would move to Australia and start Flow? Oh, no way. Yeah? No, could, could never. I think I was taking opportunities that life was giving me. Mm-hmm. Never thought about it. Even when I decided to relocate myself from Brazil to Australia, I tried to enjoy jiu-jitsu as much as I could in Brazil. Because honestly, I, I didn't know one person here. I didn't know if jiu-jitsu would be a, a, something that happened here. Yeah. So I was pretty much accepting, enjoying my last couple of months in Brazil of like a full-on training before I moved here. Yeah, thanks God. Like <laughs> all the universe started to drive me to Brazilian jiu-jitsu. And that's how I got granted with my visa. And everything started to happen from there like from my very first job because um when i got here on 2010 i didn't know one person i couldn't speak in english so it was uh like i wasn't even planning to teach to be honest i was just sick of brazil sick of all that family pressure to succeed to find a find a profession and like having my brothers like business person uh cousins engineers i was the dark (laughs) <laughs> the dark ship of the family. So I think I was kind of running away like from my reality there. And then so many more opportunities here. People receiving me so well. And I felt comfortable to be myself, to be honest. So why are Brazilians attracted to Australia? What do you think that is? Well, I can say about f- from me, from my end. I used to live in uh, my city in Brazil. It's called Guarujá. So it's an island on southeast of Sao Paulo. Weather is pretty similar. It's the lifestyle that we enjoy there, like the surf, the sun. I think it's... It's becoming a very common destination for Brazilians. Yeah. I think, uh, I would say, I don't know, maybe 20, 15 years ago, I think America would be the American dream. California um, is already full of Brazilians. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. <laughs> they took over already. <laughs> uh, but I think now, like, everyone's finding Australia as uh, the new thing, especially in Brazil. Yeah, that's great to hear. So just stepping back into the history of the sport, why is it called Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu? So uh, this Elio Gracie is uh, our grandmaster, the guy who actually created Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. He just adapted the Japanese Jiu-Jitsu and the Judo from uh, his body type, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was a weak guy, a lean, 50-something kilos. He was struggling to fight uh, any other martial art, and he ended up developing this different style, a bit more like a leverage-based and uh, body postures, locks. And then, yeah, he, he adapted the way he could fight better and then end up creating Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. And is it purely the growth of the sport? I mean, you never hear it, and I'm not, I'm not in the gym, but I hear about Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu all the time. Like, it's just a day wouldn't go by where I don't hear someone talking about it or someone's starting it or someone's talking about a sore neck they've got from it or they've got a little <laughs> niggle or they, they're trying to recover from it because it's impossible to recover from. And yet, like you said, physical and mental performance, I mean, that's a, that's a toll on your body. Why do you think... The vision that you just spoke about became something that became so popular on the world on the world map. But no, it, it, it's very challenging. I think that's it's kind of like a love and hate relationship, yeah. pretty much. So some days you go there and then everything works, everything's perfect. You tap in everyone, smooth as. Some days you go there and you get hammered. Like, <laughs> but you walk away with that feeling of oh, that's not all. I need to come back. I need to like come here and learn that. So I think that that difficulties and how hard it is challenge a lot of people. And then people constantly coming back. I, I used to joke with my students, jiu-jitsu give you a reason to quit every single day. Yeah, so nice. Like you're being twisted around, your body gets sore, you get bruised, you got a forna, forna, uh sweat drip in your mouth. So it's like crazy. Yeah. But 
um, somehow we always stick together. We keep coming, we keep coming. And then suddenly everything starts to make sense. And as I said before, become very addictive. It's very common to see people starting training jujitsu once, twice a week. And here down the track, they all shift their life to be able to do two sessions a day. Yeah, so nice. I think uh, it's getting very popular. It's getting very popular uh, around girls as well. So yeah, it's a big thing in Australia, uh, domestic, domestic violence. And I think girls now are getting out of the shell a little bit more and looking for those sort of help as well. So not not just for the f- uh, protection or the defense side, but also for the ma- mind side, like to be like super comfortable, improve self-esteem, start to set boundaries in relationships. So I think it's a really powerful tool. Yeah, we're seeing that in the fitness industry as a whole, like women throwing down, like they're just putting out and what the girls are doing in the gym now is inspirational. You know, it's uh, I would hate to have been an old school bodybuilding magazine editor in today's day because it, you'd be throwing out like who are we putting here what are we doing and the depth of you know male versus female that whole you know the world's just becoming so unisex in and like you said in combat sports in in lifting and it's such a good thing to see and I, it would bring a new, whole new culture to your gym too wouldn't it like you've gone from guys that want to kill people on the mat like you talked about earlier like that's all I want to do I, what did you said you said you had a little you had a oh, nickname was, or something or you had, oh my dark passing dark, <laughs> get on that mat and just want to dominate to and I'm not saying the girls don't want it, but they would bring a whole fresh culture of performance and that mental side to the sport, I believe, by having... And so do you, do you have male and female trained together? Yep. We do have a mixed class, Yeah. Uh, but you also offer like a female-only class. Okay. So I think the female-only class is much more like an icebreaker. So mm-hmm. if a girl doesn't feel right or comfortable to come into a mixed gender gym and then start to roll around with guys, yeah. so they start off training on a girls' class. And then yeah, they start to like, oh, actually, it's all right. That, mm, nothing, yeah. nothing's wrong. Not going to get worse than this. And they slowly start to jump in the mixed class. And then, yeah, we, we have fun together. Start like choking each other. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, uh, fun and, together, choking mm, each other. I love it. Speaking of choking, let's talk about the hardship. What what was, for the, for the young entrepreneurs out there that and all these, this gen that want, is getting just, I mean, I'm old, I'm 50 odd. And get, so obviously I'm established because my business has been around for 21 years. For the people that are just starting out and and you've, you've come from a background where you've got, you, you earned your black belt early, you moved to Australia without speaking English, and you've got a business going now, and you, you, you rolled your eyes when you were talking about before because of the challenges. What what do you think was the hardest challenge in your life, getting a black belt or running that business? And I'm not talking from an athlete perspective here. I'm talking for young humans that are out there that want to take, everybody wants to start their own business at some stage and have some type of drive. And I shouldn't say everybody, but the people that are driven like that want to do that. Do, do you have any message for them? Because you've obviously, you've kick goals in all aspects of your you know, career from on the mat to owning the mat yeah is there oh just believe in yourself like listen listen to your heart like yeah. um so many people around you even friends are gonna tell otherwise are gonna tell you like oh you're crazy or what are you thinking but for, i think the 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 fact of me being a black belt takes so long to to get granted as a black belt in jiu-jitsu it's such a hard work i think i took that as the biggest lesson to put into entrepreneurship yeah. um i've been failing a lot i've been losing money I, like i never I, I don't have a business background and yeah i've been i've been learning a lot and i think that that the fact of being a black belt it's tough me up for that so i'm like okay with the failures with the challenges because that's what i did pretty much my whole life in jiu-jitsu like doing something wrong getting beat up turn up next day repeat 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 until 
I think goes uh, right. Uh, yeah, my might suggest for people who want to do it, especially nowadays that jujitsu is huge, find a space, that's it. Yeah. Turn up, show your face, go to competitions, try learning, accumulating that as much as you can. And our biggest tip, uh, I would say, forget about your ego a little bit. Ego is good uh, for an athlete. Like you have to have that little bit of a self-fashion yep. so you can perform well. But I think as we get older, uh, you need to start shift that ego side a little bit. So that same ego that was firing you up can start pull yourself down as well. So you need to be very open mind, see things differently and yeah, believe in yourself because no one else will. <laughs> nice. Do you think Australia is a great country for starting your own business and having a crack or? I think it is. Like yeah. Australia is amazing. I, I, I'm so thankful that I chose Australia. I was about to go London before. So okay. it, was, it was a very wise choice. Uh, Gold Coast, London. Yeah, like two opposite. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like Australia, fulfill me with opportunities. Uh, I don't know if it was just lucky or uh, I like, I, I prefer to say I work so hard until my hard work meet lucky. I just cross like good people on my way, um, people helping me in so many different aspects, like on a business or even like getting me like furniture for my house when I didn't have any. Um, yeah, like this country is, is a blast. Like it, there's so much, uh, I think it's so new and then there's so much more to explore still. And I highly suggest like if you if you want to start your business, Australia can like push you towards that for sure. Like the help the country gives is amazing. Yeah, nice. Look, Aussies love getting together. We love chatting with each other. We love a barbecue. We love surfing. We love outdoor sports. Do you, do you see what you've created with your gym and the community aspect of what you've done? Because I'm told you have an amazing community at Flow. And and is that is that something that comes from your background or is that plain hard work? It's a, it's a mix, to be honest. Like yeah. uh, we have that in our culture in Brazil. So um, you guys do have this a lot here too, yeah. like outdoor. Uh, I think the difference is in Brazil, we don't, it's a bit informal. Like people knock on your door, we start you wanna, and then that turn into a barbecue. Yeah, you okay. know, like you don't need to plan. Like yep. you're chilling your home on Sunday, two friends hook up, knock your door, what are you doing? Blah, turn into a party. Yep. I think that's the, like uh, the, our culture side. But I do have my belief that when your students or the community you create around you see how much passion you have, how much time you put, how much effort you put into that, I think they 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 want to be part of that. I have students that I don't see them in a gym two or three months and I reach over to ask if everything's all right, you want to cancel your membership, what's going on? They go, no, 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 I'm, I'm still coming. So that gives me the sensation that person wants to be part, in, a part of that community, even yeah. if it, he's not there all the time, just to be like having his like name on a list like as a student then he he's still feeling part of the, the, the community. And pe I think people, is just like ripple effect. Like now it's passing forward. Like um, there's not many gyms out there that are friendly. So I'm super proud of my students and every new face that comes to our door, we make them, we, we want to make sure they're super welcome. We introduce ourselves. We make them feel comfortable. And then, yeah, it gives a good vibe. I think everyone loves them. No. Is it a sport that young kids have jumped into? No, it is. It is, uh, yeah. I can, I can say back in Brazil, the sport that's most common is judo like uh so all parents they try to put kids in judo yep. for the martial martial arts side of the sport like discipline like all those rules and but uh, because back in the time we didn't have many jiu-jitsu class for kids okay. so jiu-jitsu is pretty much brazilian jiu-jitsu in brazil is pretty much as uh, adult um sport mm -hmm. now that's more popular we become more professional start like get systems in place um now became like a huge sport even in brazil 
he as well, like uh, most of the kids uh, in training jiu-jitsu. I think he, parents now know the difference between Brazilian jiu-jitsu and any other martial art. I think before, like as a parent, they, they bring it to taekwondo or karate or whatever, as long as martial art. Yeah. Now they're being a bit more strict, like oh, I want my kid to do jiu-jitsu. So it's, it's a big niche. It's getting bigger and bigger. And I, I can see this getting, it's going to get huge in the next 10 years. That's I'm, I'm pretty sure it's going to be like compulsory in schools, or like on police set, police um, academy. So I have my hopes up. Yeah. So. <laughs> That's gold. So if I'm somebody who is looking for a, a challenge as a 50-year-old, is, is it a sport that I can take? Can I walk into a gym and start as a older pop? And you know, sore knees, tight neck, all those type of things. Definitely, like um, yeah. I like to say to every every person who walks in there on that that situation, like don't try to turn into a world championship, like yep. world champion right now. Like, but we we're gonna respect your limitations. We're gonna build you up to that training. Uh, and examples of that, like I have so many guys on my age or a bit older, like on, on the 50s, middle 50s, coming back and thanking me for bringing their childhood back. Yeah. Because they're like, oh, I found something that I, I had to stop playing footy. I didn't know what to do anymore. Now that same person is competing in jiu-jitsu because like there's no striking, it's, it's a grappling. If it was comes towards your tap yeah. and you're out of the fight. So I think it's giving them like reasons to feel a bit younger and rejuvenated a little bit. Yeah, so nice. I rather suggest, yeah, if you wanted to do a yo, we try your place, come to see us. Like, I'm I'm sure you love it. <laughs> no, that sounds good. That sounds good. So you, you mentioned competition a fair bit there. Is that is that a really integral part of the sport is to to compete against others? I mean, obviously the training and the learning the art itself, it's competitive in that space. But to compete against others, is that something that's a big part of it? It's a big part. Like in my gym, we know force people to compete. Like mm. we, we try to encourage at least once you jump there and fill it. Yep. I think the outcome of the competition is much more than the medal. Like uh, for the ones who want to build a career as an athlete, of course, medal is going to be important. Performance mm. is going to be important. But I think that the biggest outcome is how you deal with. Like you cannot sleep the night before. You get nervous. You ha- and then that's the, the biggest outcome for me. It's like manage your fears, like face your fears, put yourself out of the comfort zone and be okay in jumping something that you cannot control the outcome. Even nowadays, I try to tell my students, like I would love to win every single comp. I want to jump there and win every single comp, but I cannot control the outcome. Yeah. What I can control is I can prepare myself as best as I can, try to control my bubbles, like all those, my nervous system and having a crack. And if I fail, so I'm going to get up and try again. I think that's the, the, the biggest aspect. I think if you can at least compete once in your life, like doing your jiu-jitsu journey, that, that's a good thing to do. Yeah. Let's talk about your, you've, you, we've chatted about competitiveness there. Like how did your career go? Obviously black belt in 2008, as we discussed, like what does that mean from a competitive perspective? Oh, jiu-jitsu start compete like in an early stage, like I was competing since my blue belt. Mm-hmm. So I think uh, black belt is when you finally get to elite. Um, I had like such good memories, like good friendships, like during the competition time. And for me, I think that drive me to train it harder, to train it even harder. Uh, I think if I don't have the competition, if I don't have a fight upcoming, I have a bit of a tendency to slack myself a little bit, <laughs> not train much. And But I love it. Like got so many like good titles, good battles. Um, I had so many good friends out of those battles. We still like friends until nowadays and yeah. still fighting against each other. Yeah. I have the privilege to see my friends now that we start together back in Brazil, living abroad, like Singapore, 
Portugal, and we all living from jiu-jitsu. We all make our living from jiu-jitsu, which is amazing. And uh, yeah, I had a like good good time in Australia too. When I came here, there wasn't many black belts around. Mm -hmm. So I, I jumped in like really good challenges, like fighting guys bigger than me and did everything that I could because um, I found that I could stay in this country, um, guarantee my visa as an athlete. Yeah. So then that was for me like, a, big injection like i was like okay motivation goes up go up now i can change my life competing um when i was competing before i think it was much more like ego related like yes. selfish like i want to get the results um up to my visa i think it's still like i was had an had an extra pressure i was like okay that's my chance so i think that worked really well and then after that i i think i was kind of relaxing a little bit leave my ego aside and okay start to, time to teach people and then like let them do the job like um but it's hard i'll tell you because i try to stop competing like say oh this year i'm not going to compete and then suddenly i start like itchy and <laughs> feeling doing it and i'm like okay no i'm fighting so i don't know how long i'm going to still fighting but <laughs> till the body can cop I'll, I'll, I'll be there I'll, i think it's a good way uh, i mentioned before like how the the importance of uh, competing jiu-jitsu at least once nothing better to encourage your students your own students by being there yourself yeah exactly so i think uh, leading by example is is a good thing so even if i go there and get smashed i'm showing my students like here you go i'm here the next day so yeah. no worry about if you're gonna get smashed in your comp like happened to all of us so um, yeah i'm still doing it for sure nice so it's fairly well known out there that brazilian jiu-jitsu is one of the, the pathways to ufc success these days i'd be correct in saying that yeah and i mean ufc is one of the, the better marketed martial arts around the world like it is dominating in all forms of media when depending who's fighting but where that's all at do you did you ever believe that brazilian jiu-jitsu would when ufc what was the first ufc called it was called um ultimate fighter ultimate fighter yeah. when that first come out did, did everyone think that brazilian jiu-jitsu would be so dominant in the in the training of an athlete well back on that time i Probably the only people that would think that were the Graces because yeah. they, they shock the world. They turn up. I think especially on that time, uh, the UFC was like a mixed martial art. So yep. people would come with different styles and then put on a table and see what style was the better or yeah. more efficient. Uh, and then was awesome for jiu-jitsu. Like uh, those guys turn up, start to like tapping people out, like skinny guys beating huge guys. Um, and then was a massive part of the uh, improvement of to make jiu-jitsu what it is today, yeah. I, I I do believe it. Like, no doubt, without UFC, jiu-jitsu wouldn't be this big. Whoever now, um, MMA become a style, I yes. think. So um, if you want to be an MMA fighter, you, you have to train different styles. Mm. It's not anymore like, oh, I'm a Muay Thai guy and I'm going to jump in a cage and fight. Yeah. So you you need to have at least the minimum of your jiu-jitsu. Understand a little bit off ground. Um, and even for jiu-jitsu practitioners as well, like we do have the jiu-jitsu, but in a cage, we're going to get punched. Like yeah. in jiu-jitsu comps, we, we don't. And it's, it's making those guys now work the striking. So was uh was good enough to to like build jiu-jitsu the big uh, how big it is now. But I like that's my opinion right now. MMA become a separate sport. Uh, but jiu-jitsu is a massive part of the training. Yeah. So every athlete, if you're aiming to go jump in a cage and you start training MMA, it's a must. You, you need to have 
the jiu-jitsu is i see those guys pure like high world level in jiu-jitsu they still present a really good show in a ufc like based on jiu-jitsu so yeah. i can give demi maya's example uh he's a pure jiu-jitsu guy and then he doesn't punch much in a cage you see that like he shocked the world like he looks like a snake wrapping the guy around we had a uh, actually the guys from my city we had the ufc last sunday uh charles the bronx is another brazilian jiu-jitsu representative on ufc and hey it was, it was good to see them put a show on the table and show the efficient of jiu-jitsu yeah and and those those guys that actually doing really well in jiu-jitsu in ufc uh they high level jiu-jitsu fighters they're not just like uh they they didn't start training mma they they achieve so much on jiu-jitsu yes and then they start to do a transition to mma so they they top level jiu-jitsu fighters but answer your question yet yeah, everybody needs to put jiu-jitsu on the table if you want to jump in a cage yeah, that's awesome so let's uh let's get back to flow martial arts whereabouts are you based so uh we have two locations now one is in kulangara mm-hmm. like uh, near the green mount so grift street and the second one is in kingscliff so we two sides of the border now we have academy in kingscliff which uh is the newest one we're there for a bit over near um and surprisingly the community's growing and we've been so accept like the community is accepting us so well that's great and um yeah and kulangara is there like we, i think we're never gonna leave that spot like <laughs> i remember when I, f- i was thinking put a gym there people were calling me crazy because it's a surf town no one likes to work like everyone was gonna surf <laughs> and i had that little surf and jujitsu yeah. connection together in my mind i was like if one percent of this surface join my gym like absolutely it's gonna, be, it's gonna be good so yeah i'm happy that i chose that spot like stock there's not many jiu-jitsu academies they have like a nice beach as a front yard yeah exactly it's a good one isn't it <laughs> so website www.flowmartialarts.com.au so all one word flowmartialarts.com.au yeah and do you have an instagram account or anything if people want to check it out yep uh it's flowma underline so you can jump there have a look yep. uh, send us a message or navigate a little bit see what we do in our gym Nice. And uh, just in finishing the community, like the Australia-wide community, when people are traveling, do they pop into your gym and, and have a train? Is it that type? Is it? Yes. So we're, we're friendly. We're open to visitors. So mm-hmm. if you come from whatever, Melbourne or overseas and you, you want to keep training, more than welcome. Just come see us. Um, especially in Kulangara is a very tourist destination. We, we have a bunch of people coming to like just visiting, have a bit of a fun together. Nice. More than welcome. Well, it was really great to talk to you. I've um, I've heard nothing but good things about you around the place, and it's really nice to come and talk to someone after. It means a lot to me after my mate Shmoo, who you knew Shmoo as well, I knew didn't Shmoo, you? like, yeah, that uh, shocked the community, the yeah. stuff and, and jiu-jitsu community. Oh, such a nice guy. That, like, God, I, I still can't believe it. Like, I close my eyes and wish he was here. Like, make that one-two-one-two, one, two, having fun. <laughs> so, <laughs> miss that smile around, for sure. Yeah. Well, uh, rest in love, mate. And thank you so much for coming on. It was uh, really enjoyable and hopefully we can do more together. Thank you. Thank you for the opportunity. And uh, yeah, looking forward for next ones. That was great fun. And that's your first podcast. Well done. You did really well. Thank you. (laughs) Today's podcast was brought to you by our partners in Fit, Happy and Healthy, ASN, Nutrition Warehouse, DY Discount Vitamins, Fat Burners Only, Evelyn Fay, Mr. Supplement, or find a retailer online at bodyscience.com.au forward slash retailers.